If you want to save money on your trading card purchases, we have a promo link uh, over at 50cards.shop. Enter the promo code at night to get 5% off your order. Hey everybody, welcome to the Nexus of Night, your weekly Vanguard podcast. I'm Atlas. I'm Matt. I'm Rupier. And uh, today we're kind of not talking about Vanguard. We're talking about Shadowverse. Yeah, because there's like no Vanguard news right now. Not really. Like the mobile game. Okay, so the, the stream happened and they were like, here's a bunch of sets in the next few months. We're like, great, awesome. And then that was just kind of it. Like there's not really a lot to sink our teeth into. So I wanted to take a moment. And no ban list. No ban list either, which is Best fine. Ban. I mean, I don't know. Anyway. I wouldn't That's call anything topic, especially right. toxic right now, would you? Uh, We're in a weird place where, like, the meta has just changed because a new set came out, mm-hmm. and we're at, like, the end of a tournament season. Yeah. So, like, the things that were good in set 9, I think, are still good, but not, not like, overwhelming anymore. Ava and Chronojet come to mind? Mm-hmm. Or, yeah. Um, yeah, and then, like, there's that, and then... History Collection just came out. It's coming out in the West in a month. And mm-hmm. V has nothing. So there's not really a reason to, you know, poke the bear now. Um, so, yeah, normally, like, we did the stream last week because we couldn't think of anything. But I feel like just skipping the it isn't fair to you, listener. So, um, Root Beer, you went to a, a demo for mm-hmm. Shadowverse. What happened? Uh, well, it took them a while to park. <laughs> that was fun. Because they were mean? like, uh, like. no, because ju- it just so happens that at the time I got there, like they were parking outside oh. the store. <laughs> Did so, they just take forever, like sucking at parallel parking or something? Or? Not even parallel parking, because they were like backing into the spot. So it was just like, uh, no, like keep going, keep going. Okay, now we have to like realign. We have to like straighten out the car now. So we got to like move again. There's always that guy who, like, you know, the mall parking lot or whatever, who has to mm-hmm. back into the space. I'm like, does it is it really worth all the time up top <laughs> to go like back into up? Oh, nope, messed up. Got to do it again. <laughs> I, I, I'm crooked. Let's try again. <laughs> and yeah. there's always one guy. Um, yeah. So we did get a pretty big turnout. Uh, I wonder if they had posted any pictures on the official Bushiro account. Where is it? Bushiro Global. Oh yeah, I um I, I put Nexus at night on the waiting list for Blue Sky, so that might be a thing mm-hmm. at some point. Um, <laughs> so keep an eye out for that, everybody. But um, what was the thinking? Oh, you're like looking for pictures of? Yeah, uh, I wasn't in this picture, but it was at that shop, right? Yeah. Okay. So the first one for California. Uh, this yeah. is after I. Le- I think this was after I left to eat dinner. Bummer. Dang. Bushy Road. Global. But yeah, keep going. I'll. I'll uh, but yeah. This while you're doing. Uh, the this particular shop is pretty small, so it was packed. We had twenty four people. Mm-hmm. And if you look at the picture, you can see that like we're using those like plastic folding tables, and we're all shoved into like six people a table. The uh, oh, there we go, and there's the the guy in the red jacket who's blinking. Uh, yeah, the picture. Yeah, found him. Um, 
So yeah, big turnout there. And the demo itself was just like the same demo that they gave at uh, events for Springfest. Mm-hmm. So where they run you through a scripted scenario so that you can kind of learn the game and then they opened it up to free play afterwards. Okay. I don't know how I feel about scripted scenarios for um, for teaching someone a game, but I sort of get it. I don't know. Usually when it, like of the times I've learned to play uh, trading card games, it, it's always been somebody being like, all right, I'm throwing your ass in the deep end. <laughs> Figure your shit out. Here's all the rules. Good luck. Um, but I think for a lot of people, it might not be so fun to just have somebody dunk your ass in. Yeah. Uh, the good thing about a scripted scenario is that they can just tell you like the situations you're going to find yourself in. Okay. And you can figure out like what the priorities are for the game. Yeah. Because if I just like threw you a Vanguard deck and didn't tell you anything, like you're not going to know what to do with it. Yeah, I mean, typically the way I have taught people is sit down next to me and then explain the rules as I go, and then you sit them down with the deck and then explain the rules as they go, and then once they think they're ready, you just... So it takes a few games to do it, but they Mm -hmm. don't have that kind of time. Right? They just like, mm-hmm. all right, let's just do the one. Yeah. Because it was only scheduled for an hour. Also, I just wanted the promo. What's the promo? Uh, there was a guilty... There was a guilty gear one for uh, Weiss, and then... There we go. Ah, um... okay. Nice. So for people oh, wait, listening... You're putting guilty gear in Weiss. I forgot. So for people just listening, it's an altar trick star. In... Yeah. Nice. So I just wanted the Altar Trick Star. That's pretty right. nice. cute. Yeah. I forgot they're putting Guilty Gear in Weiss. That's still like <laughs> surreal. I don't know. Just seeing well, Avatar the, the Last Airbender in Weiss makes me want to play Weiss. It's so. not the first fighting game in Weiss. Yeah. <laughs> the first one was King of Fighters. Oh, Interesting. Which is a really old set in the first 10 sets of the game, I think. Yeah. <laughs> and it, Did they it ever was... revisit it or no? No. Well, not. Until this year, <laughs> in which case they're releasing like a an update basically for the set, but it's like mm-hmm. a really really old set. Mm-hmm. Um, the set's pretty bad. It has some uh, interesting cards in it that they would never print today. Uh, good examples of a card called a uh, member select, which is a um, I think it's one two event like a one one level one two cost event where you can choose a character in your clock which is like your damage, and put it into your hand. Oh, wow. That's it does not deal the damage back. That's pretty it wild. It just puts it in your hand. Yeah. yeah. And then there's another card, which is, uh, I think, uh, Team Psycho Soldier, which is if you have a Chin, Athena, or Kenso in your in your discard pile, or whatever they call it, a waiting room, I think, in Weiss, um, then you can choose two cards in your clock and, and uh, send them to Graveyard. Mm-hmm. So you heal two, basically. That's pretty. That's awesome. But you have to have one of those characters in your drop zone, but the chin uh, dumps stuff in your drop zone for you, which is kind of the whole point. Uh, it's a weird set, really, really bizarre set. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's WinCon is kind of just stalling out the game and playing a bunch of two souls. At least it was for a long time. I'm not sure if it's going to change at all. But yeah, KOF cool series. I really I'm a big KOF enjoyer. Uh, not white set, but like the literal game King of Fighters. Yeah. 
yeah, that's like, like same thing. I, I if I didn't have my one TCG at a time rule in paper, uh, I would give Weiss a try just because there's Adla stuff. Um, oh, there is. That's true. Yeah, I don't know if it's any good, but uh, it seemed good when they were revealing stuff, but yeah. I could not tell you. Did it? Did it just kind of not? I don't really play English Weiss anyway, oh, okay. so not really that interesting okay. to me. But um. Yeah, English wife was always really expensive for some reason, so I never cared. Who's to say why? Um, okay, so the the demo went on for an hour, and then it opened up to free play. Did anything yeah. interesting happen? Or no, we just like finished out the demo game that they started, and then I went to eat dinner because oh. <laughs> it was seven, <laughs> wow, and I was a, hungry. That's a real, real brisk uh, event. Um, mm-hmm. I guess it makes sense if they're just doing an hour, but yeah. Uh, like, where do you think this leaves uh, Shadow versus a game in terms of like people getting into it? Where they just kind of like, ooh, something new, and then what? I don't know. Like, the game seems to be doing fine in Japan. They're on like four sets now. Okay. How long does a, does a game on average last before it flames out? If it does, I mean. Matt, you're gonna have to answer that. You yeah, I know. Oh, in the in the in like the in anything like oh, for whatever in games in Shadowverse, uh, no. usually. Oh wait, no, no, no. I think we're talking. No, we're talking about the lifespan of a game. Oh, uh, like luck and, luck and logic. I think lasted two sets. Yeah, something like that. That's true. I think a lot of more staying power than that, just because Shadowverse already ha- is like an established IP. Mm-hmm. Luck and logic had a really really disastrous okay so luck and logic had a few problems one um the art a lot of people just don't want to play with cards that look like that it looked pretty homogenous for sure i mean it wasn't even just homogenous but also kind of you know people might feel weird playing in public but also it has like established on nothing right it was just like Mm -hmm. this random thing here it is random yeah. Although the, even if the like the mechanics were neat, which I think they were, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it was definitely a really bizarre game, especially in the United States, where not a lot of card games can survive because of uh, how uh, spacious the United States is. Mm-hmm. You would need to get a bunch of people playing it in like a singular singular area, which is not sustainable for the distribution that has to happen. Yeah. Uh, is- which is kind of why Buddy Fight also fell off, even if you have like a group of people playing it. It doesn't matter because you know it's only in these specific groups and nowhere else. Yeah, like Buddy Fight was a reasonably well-designed game, and even uh, people from uh, our our daddy uh, OG Nexus Core still talk about it, and occasionally we'll play a game for nostalgia's sake every now and again. Like, but like there was, the a, there was a time when people like even like yeah. like when Buddy Fight was like more reasonably popular, people would be like, "You should play Buddy Fight," and you look online to buy cards, you just can't. Yeah, you're like they were, they were just not available, mm-hmm. and that's kind mm-hmm. of a real non-starter of the game. Is like you were, like there was just no products, and like no singles even mm-hmm. for for people that want to play. Like you had the ability to get cards, and that's probably what's going to make Shadowverse last longer because it, like Rupert said, either I can't remember if it was before we started recording, but it's a pre-existing property. So you people already are familiar have, with That's true. Yeah. So mm-hmm. people have already played it online, um, and now it's on. It's in paper. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. I've had I had a lot of fun playing Shadowverse online, at least in the first couple sets, which is really where I have the most of my experience. I played mm-hmm. a lot of Swordcraft back then. Um, games in Shadowverse are pretty weird. Like you can just die randomly, but also you cannot not do that. Yeah. Or, <laughs> yeah, you either just like die suddenly, or your opponent has like four guys with ward on the field, and yep. the game just lasts forever. Yep. I mean, if anyone has played Shadow versus, if I say the word Roach, they're going to know exactly what I'm talking about. Uh, Roach is a notorious card for just killing people. It, it basically is one of those cards that gets power for every card you play this turn and or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then uh, there's a deck called Forestcraft, which the whole point of the deck is to make these dumb fairies that have like one that like cost nothing and like cost, have like one power and you just keep bouncing things to your hand over and over and over again. I think and that's what you, I played in the demo one we did it at Springfest. And then you play and then you play Roach and dome your opponent for a billion. Yeah. So what you're saying is cut their life into pieces. This is their last resort. Please stop. <laughs> Worth it. Uh, <laughs> 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 um, <laughs> laws against this. <laughs> what against me making dumb references? Never. That's correct. <laughs> How else would I interact with ninety percent of the human world if I'm not allowed to make references to things? Um, you could. Never mind. Yeah, no, I, I just died. It, it allows me to keep my win- Windows 97 brain alive from one uh, to the other. So always a good time. Um, but uh, yeah, so it's a it's a pre-existing property. And also, and I like I brought this up in past episodes where like Vanguard needs that, like the ability for someone to stream uh, the game. It allows people to discover it via TikTok or YouTube or Instagram or whatever, um, where, you know, Shadowverse already existing as it does, it's probably going to get more people in that way. Vanguard or Weiss players aside who are curious via Bushiro, um, this is probably a better way to make a game. It's <laughs> to start with that. I mean, yes, but also, like, Bushi Road is actually doing a decent job of actually promoting this one because they're just going around... They're doing the demo caravan, right? Like, I can't remember the last time any company has done that. Yeah, like, before their ad- ads were like, Luck and Logic releasing September 23rd or whatever the things and like, end of Vanguard episodes. And you're like, this is on YouTube. I'm not watching this. <laughs> I'm hitting fast forward. This, you know. You know. Mm-hmm. Master Duel at least has the good grace to be ads on, like, you know, YouTube's thingy, whatever, like, yeah. ad read stuff. It's not embedded in the video. But also, it's Yu-Gi-Oh! Yeah. It's the pre-existing thing. But even, you know, 20-plus years ago, what, what was their ad stuff like? The the, the, the cartoon. Yeah. The anime. Yeah. Like, watching it on TV. Mm-hmm. Like, cable television isn't what it used to be. Nope. That's one thing I... Okay, this is, again, another aside. This is just going to be an episode full of these. But as a comedian, I have found myself finding it harder and harder to write jokes about TV shows and movies because everything is so spread out now with all the different streaming services and that kind of thing. You don't have a central zeitgeist to draw from. Most of the time, so mm-hmm. you you will have times where you write a joke about like I I have this joke where I'm talking about watching Black Mirror compared to the Twilight Zone, and like some people just 
didn't watch Black Mirror. You know, it wasn't on one of the three channels like the Twilight Zone was. Um, and so, like, sometimes you'll do that that bit and you just get blank stares because, like, what the fuck is Black Mirror? Um, and that might just be the case now where you don't really have the ability to go, I'm going to make, I'm going to put Vanguard's anime on four kids and yeah. do that. Also, like, fun fact, Konami owns four kids. Hmm. Back That's then, too? No. Uh, okay. I don't remember what happened. I don't remember the exact details, but at some point, Konami bought four kids. Okay, I was like, if they were, if Konami owned four kids back then, that means they did that Shadow Realm crap to themselves, <laughs> which is crazy. They bought four kids to kill it. That makes <laughs> sense. Yeah, where they're like, yeah, t- teach you and make us mm-hmm. fucking talk, have a Shadow Realm. Yeah, Shadow Realm. <laughs> so yeah, that was one of those things where it's just. Like randomly scrolling along, and I was like, "Yeah, Four Kids still does the dub of Yu-Gi-Oh because Konami owns it now." And I'm like, "Oh, okay, all right." So, yeah, I mean, like another thing—I don't know if people are afraid of it, but just like people see the Shadowverse stuff and they're like, "Oh my god, is Vanguard dying?" That's its own separate discourse. But they I mean, see Shadowverse. I feel like you're the only one who's saying that right now. Not about I'm not saying. Um, I don't think Vanguard's dying. I've seen a lot of stuff on Twitter about people saying Vanguard's dying. Because, mostly because of the whole Luard and Shiranui. That's a, yeah, but that's a different conversation and those people are yeah. stupid. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm not afraid of Shadowverse. Uh, I just don't want to do it. <laughs> that's okay, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah. I didn't really have much else to say because I wasn't there, aside from the the Spring Fest thing. I think my main problem, it wasn't really much of a problem, was just how many like side stuff happens. Yeah. Th- there are a lot of moving pieces in the game, I will give you that. Mm-hmm. That was about it, though. Like It, it seemed perfectly fine. Um, I, had a, I had a similar interaction with Wee Cross. I thought Wee Cross was fine. Um, mm-hmm. The game was fun. Yeah. Wee Cross. Yeah. I played it when it first came out in Japan mm-hmm. a long time ago, uh, but ultimately quit because it was becoming really, it was too annoying to get promos. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, you know, I'm good. <laughs> Became too annoying to get promos. I wonder where else I've heard that from. I mean, right. it's just getting promos from Japan at the rate that they released really good promos when we crossed was too, too fast for me. Too fast. And I just couldn't get them fast enough for it to stay relevant. And, uh, and I'm not the only one who's had this problem. I've talked to a lot of other people, and they've eventually quit due to similar issues. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I just know people who play the game still to, in, in English now, uh, because yeah. We Cross is now in English. I know people still play it. Uh, it seems like a fine game. Uh, I like the mechanics of We Cross a lot, uh, but not the art. <laughs> one, one of my uh, old locals is like full ass We Cross now because, because one of the shop owners was really into it. And he's like, I'm going to plug this really hard. Yeah, yeah, I think um, let me let me. My friend, my friend has been streaming uh, the We Cross stuff at um, at um, at one of the shops in the area. Let me see if I can find remember which one it is. My mate, uh, my mate. It might be the one you're talking about, actually, because I'm. Is it? Do you remember? Do you remember Jamal? No. Uh, from UCR. Damn. Oh. Or whatever his name. You know. Uh, he, yeah, turn zero games. Yes. He's streaming the We Cross Weeklies. 
uh, yeah. there every week. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay, so yeah, Dennis from uh, Turn Zero, he's the one that's been plugging it really hard. Yeah, so I think that's part of it. Yeah, yeah, and so he's been streaming them because you know he likes Recross as well. Uh, but yeah, we know We Cross is a. I think We Cross is an incredibly mechanically enjoyable game. Mm-hmm. Uh, is that in like? It's quite weird, but you like, had a lot of women players. Like mm-hmm. roughly half of the local scene. Like by the time I was starting to like, okay, they're not doing Vanguard so much anymore. I'm gonna quit coming here. Like roughly half of a tournament would be women, which is awesome. Um, and I I think we need more of that in trading card games. But I can also see how women might not be into that whole idea um yeah i mean we cross is, is um like i said i the, the art is a little weird sometimes I, mm-hmm. I but luckily they've actually fixed uh well i say fixed but they've what well, some people were they've uh hidden a lot of the more risque art from the japanese game in the english game and i think the cards look a lot better for it actually like really? you know how sometimes the cards look kind of weird but no i think the cards just look better uh, another mm. good example of people of them kind of like fixing art is in the uh, the game Melty Blood Type Lumina. Uh, they put a fake Grand Order character in. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna butcher this name really quickly, so give me a second. Um, they put a character named uh, Ushi Wakamaru. Mm-hmm. Ushi Wakamaru. Okay. So the Japanese art of this character is quite. Mm, she's not wearing a lot. Okay. But in, in, in Melty Blood Type Lumina, they gave her uh, like a, an undershirt, and it looks a lot better. It makes the character have a lot more color instead of just being like skin. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. But uh, I, I think like sometimes that stuff really, really works in their favor. I know for like Yu-Gi-Oh, they have a habit of uh, doing that with a lot of cards with those censor stuff, almost to a to a fault. It's uh, funny when Yu-Gi-Oh censor stuff because they'll yeah, like, move a gun and put like nothing. Mm-hmm. Like, this. like Yu-Gi-Oh censors its cards to a comical degree sometimes. It's, it's so good. Yeah. Um, all right, here. So the the for people watching the pictures. Uh, so this was after you left. You said. Yeah, that this picture that was after I left. Oh, okay, gotcha. And then there's the. There's a different store where there were like okay. five people because Got it. it was. I guess it was like a chain, and like nobody knew they were coming. Mm-hmm. That's interesting that in the back they have the like what's coming up on the. Um, oh, oh, yeah, that's just the shop. Yeah, no, that's cool that mm-hmm. they do that at that shop because they don't do that at my shop. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have the stuff behind them, like here, you know, here it is. Behold, look. Um, but they don't do a like coming soon to a store near you. Um, but yeah, I, I think this is kind of like. There's not a lot here in terms of like what to talk about, but I do think it's interesting to see like what's in a game, what makes for a good foundation to get your game to evolve, and how do you get like this cross pollination between one and the other? How does a Magic player become a Yu-Gi-Oh player, become a Vanguard player, become a Shadowverse player? <clears throat> so, yay! <laughs> Did we have anything else we wanted to talk about or no? Not really. Yeah. Uh, but the answer is marketing. Also, yeah. like, if one of the other games is doing badly at a particular moment in time, it might convince people to leave. Yeah. That's. Vanguard started to get popular because Yu Gi Oh! was in a tough spot where Insectors were, like, running roughshod oh, over so everything. It was... Yeah. 
It was like Insector Windup. Yeah. So Windup, Hand Loop, and Insectors. That's what caused me to leave. Um, mm-hmm. And then, like, it got to the point where in MBT's history of Yu Gi Oh! series, he was like, at this point, or sorry, Simo's history of Yu Gi Oh! series, he was like, this is what caused a bunch of people to leave. Was this. Yeah. So the fact that he's, you know, talking about it a decade later means that it, like, had an impact on. Yeah, sometimes it's really hard what's what uh to tell like in the moment what's actually getting what's actually making people want to stop playing mm-hmm. yeah uh, but usually it's much much clearer like looking back although Yu-Gi-Oh has had a ton of mechanic changes where people are like i'm quitting Yu-Gi-Oh forever yeah it happens every time they change a mechanic synchro exceeds every time they introduce a new summoning mechanic correct yeah. pendulums are still complaining about Yu-Gi-Oh. pendulums that's true and pendulums like is it even good no I mean, pendul- Pendulum is basically just its own archetype now. You just play one big Pendulum incest pile. Well, we did have Super Heavy Samurai for like a week and a half. Yeah. yeah. But that's not really a Pendulum deck. You just scale Wakaushi and then... Yeah, I mean, it's... <laughs> look, it does Pendulum Summon. <laughs> <laughs> so good. You know, there's a currently played card on Yu-Gi-Oh that had its art changed from Japan to America. Oh, there's this card okay. called Baguska, the terribly tired. Oh spirit. yeah, and yeah. The Japanese hard. version, he's like drunk. Yeah, yeah. Baguska, the, the dirty, stinking drunk. Yeah, yeah. and then in the new art, it just has a pillow with a bottle. <laughs> <laughs> we need to have both arts of Baguska. True. Admittedly, I kind of like it better that he's tired. I don't know why. I think it's pretty uh, funny that he just, just has a eepy. pillow. He's yeah. real eepy. Yeah. And then there's all the very, like, petty changes where it's like, okay, we made the skirt, like, one pixel longer than the Japanese version. Yeah. It's it's ridiculous, but what are you going to do? So, uh, yeah, I guess that's kind of it. So, um, thanks, everybody, for, for listening. Thanks to uh, $10 patrons, Darren Cole, Josh, Jeremy. GR Ali uh, at Nexus at night on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, or may and maybe in the future Blue Sky. I don't know what's going to happen with that or how or threads. Ew. Oh, I don't no. want it. I'm not. I'm no. not. I'm not <laughs> touching mean, that. With uh, the don't forget when you play Shadowverse Evolve to make your own sound effects for Shadowverse cards. <laughs> your opponent will be very thankful they're getting the full Shadowverse experience. Okay, one person during the demo did actually just open up the app. Yeah, <laughs> seriously, that's amazing. Why didn't you bring that up earlier? That's amazing. When, when you play, when you play uh, Otohime, you have to you have to go. You'll never hurt. You'll never. You'll never. You'll never hurt Otohime. <laughs> it's actually required. <laughs> I assume she'll be in the game at some point. Right. I mean, she is. I have two Perfect. of them. Hell yeah! That card was sick. Yeah. I like Swordcraft. Swordcraft fun, but they made it bad for a long time, so I stopped playing. Mm. Yeah, um, I like bought the Swordcraft starter deck, and then just bought like a couple boxes over the course of the last couple of weeks. Can't believe Shadowverse just said "Made Knights Go," and then you know that was it. <laughs> so, like um, enough thinking. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I already did that. Nexus Knights. <laughs> patreon.com slash nexus at night if you want to support the show five bucks you get an extra bonus show a week ten bucks uh you get your name said and shown on all our videos and episodes and you uh get to see our stuff a day early so that's pretty fun uh where can they find the rest of us 
I can find me. <laughs> can Wait, find me. Show it again. Show it again. I wasn't looking. At Wiggins. Uh, oh, my um, God. Yeah, that card's sick. Yeah. Sorry, Mac. Go ahead. Find me at Wiggins, two Gs, two Zs on Twitter. You can find While me at Plasma Eclipse. Uh, find me at Atlas Novak, uh, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. Uh, uh, now on Blue Sky, because that one went through. Uh, no, that's all, cool. All of that. Or you can also follow my uh, my YouTube channel, The Epileptic Comic. It's all ske- uh, little short-form sketches. A good chunk of them are about having epilepsy. And uh, Or follow my other podcast, Generation Dan. That's uh, with Dino the Genetic Marvel about generational differences. That's every Thursday. And, uh, yeah, thanks to everybody for listening. Um, until next time, I was Atlas. I'm Matt. I'm Rupier. Also, I have this. Oh, my God. Oh. Ah. It's a shiny one. It is a shiny one. And have a good night, everybody.